Hello, as always, I'm Abby. This is Stories Lived, Stories Told. And today I invite you to join me and Mabel Alexis Jackson as we take a communication perspective on her experience as a Cosmo Teens Fellow. So to take a communication perspective is to consider what we're making and how we're making it through our communication, meaning that we look at patterns, context, stories, and relationships, and that we use curiosity, mindfulness, collaboration, and dialogue to create better social worlds. As I said, our conversation partner today is one of the CMM Institute's Cosmo Teens Fellows, Mabel Alexis. This is the fourth installment in our month-long conversation that we've been having with the fellows all about mental health and the comic book they've been working on, which will be coming out soon, so I'll keep you updated on that. If you haven't listened to our first three episodes, definitely check those out. But for now, let's continue the conversation with Mabel Alexis. Hi, Mabel Alexis. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. It's so glad to be here. Thank you for having me on this podcast. I'm really glad to have you. I'm really looking forward to this conversation, especially because the last person I spoke to was Joanna, and that was actually a while ago. So I know a lot has transpired with your project as it's actually starting to come to life now. So I'm excited to hear an update from you about uh, where the project's at now and what's exciting that's going on and what the next turns are. But to start, could you introduce yourself a little bit? Yes, my name is Mabel Alexis Jackson. I live in Ponchatoula, Louisiana, and I'm from the United States of America. And uh, one of my mom's friends, they had to tell my mom about the Cosmo teams. And my mom told me about it, and I was like, okay, so I'm going to just try it out and see. I went on there, I gave them my ideas, so the next couple, maybe two weeks or so, they told me that they accepted me. I was like, wow, that's big. And it's just like, I got a chance to make new friends in different countries. And it was just like, when I was little, I always wanted to make friends in different countries, um, younger, older, you know, just open myself up more, mm-hmm. basically. I have really enjoyed the Cosmo teams and all my fellows that I've been working with and felt like we have like a, a sister bond Yeah. now. So yes, it's, it's, it's really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Is this your first opportunity that you've had to do anything like this? Yes, this was a really big opportunity when I seen it. And it was like, it's kind of opening up another door to something big. And I wanted to try it. You know, I was kind of scared for a minute because, again, I was like, I don't know if I would be able to like, doubt in myself, but I just took a chance and just stepped in. And I'm here today having yeah. a podcast meeting. So I'm very excited. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah, obviously exciting from the beginning, exciting to apply, get the chance to share your ideas and then be told that you were accepted to be one of the fellows. So now kind of looking back, what has the experience been like for you so far? What kind of things are you um, going to remember? What what excited you? What challenged you? The exciting part was meeting different fellows from different countries. That was awesome. 
we got on with our mentors. We all got on the chat. And it was like they had so many different accents. It's cool when that's something you've never been exposed to before. Exactly. Yeah. It, was, it was it was awesome. And um, my family, I told my family about it. And they was basically like my, my number one fan, like pushing me, keep going and stuff like that. Getting into it, the challenging part was when we was going and make, putting our thoughts in connecting to one another, yeah, I kind of started dealing with personal issues, which it kind of, it was different, like personal issues with, you know, mental health, yeah, all hitting at once. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they was like, pick a topic or what you want to talk about. And I said that because you don't, everybody go through it. Everybody's going to experience it, whether you like it or not. How would you be able to handle it? So I put my thoughts out and it, they ran with it. Yeah. And when I seen it, I was like, in my eyes, I'm thinking like, I can actually probably change somebody's life like with this comic book that's coming out, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how to like identify and, and be like aware of the things and ask for help. You know, don't be scared to ask for help. Um, personal with me, that's why I bring myself in it because I had to ask for help because I was going through this. I'm the only child. Mm. So I don't have sisters and brothers and nobody to talk to. Yeah. My mom was my go-to basically when I had struggles and stuff and everything. But I definitely want to open up and reach out to young fellows and also older in my generation, well, my age group. It's okay to let somebody know. Yeah. That's, that was my biggest goal. Yeah. That's really neat that you're able to turn, you know, your own experience into something meaningful as a part of this fellowship, because I know it was open-ended from the beginning. Like it wasn't always decided that mental health would be the topic or mental health for young people would be the topic. And so, you know, unfortunate experience you had to go through, but I'm um, excited to see that something meaningful is coming out about it. Like you said, everyone experiences it. And I don't think there's a lot of resources out there that are specifically for, like you said, young people talking to other young people about mental Mm -hmm. health. Is that something that you feel like you have gotten to do in your life is talk to your peers about mental health or this is kind of a first step into that for you? No, it's, it happened to me a lot. Ever since I was, I could say, maybe in my teens, I would have people just come up and open up to me about things. And it was kind of hard because at that time, I mean, we're the same age and it's like, Hmm. I don't, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the best advice as I can because we're the same age. And I guess it's like a cliche or something. It's just like, if you're older and you've been around older people, you're going to think older or if you're mm. around younger people, you're going to think the same or something like yeah. that. But me, I, I want to think rational because I never experienced it. And the background that I come from with my mom, you know, her religious beliefs and everything else. And it's just like, you be, be nice, open, be open to people. You know, you don't have to judge or do this because it's just like, it's, it's not fair to that person. You don't know what that person's going through. So a lot of people felt open to talk to me yeah. about personal things. And I got to the point I used to ask, like I used to ask myself or my cousins or something like, why do everybody just want to like open up to me and just talk to me? Yeah, like yeah. at first I didn't, at first, it's like I didn't like it because it was like, 
I'm not a big talker, so I really don't talk. But when I say stuff, it's like they say it's powerful when I say something. I don't I don't know why, but I just like speaking the truth, being honest, but not like to hurt your feelings or nothing like that. But just to let you know that I love you and I care about you, you know, as a friend, mm-hmm. um, a brother, sister. And that's what my, you know, my family say, my friends, my best friend. Um, she said that you basically you put things together and kind of like make it better, like turn the negative into a positive. Mm. And so she was like, you know, so my cousins agree with it and my family, they agree with it. So after that, I just, I just stuck with it. Like, I'm not the type that's going to come up to you and be like, oh, um, open up to, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Like a nice friendship. Once you get to know me, I'm a little yeah. goofy when you get to know me. But um, other than that, yeah. I could say they just love opening up and talking, which I think is good because I didn't know. I didn't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good to talk to somebody because you you don't know what they're thinking or what they're going to do when they go home or you just never know. And so I just kept that and kept it in my head. And ever since I ran with it, then that's when. When I started this and I was excited, I was I was happy, which I'm still am. I am very happy. I see my script and everything. I just started having personal issues with the things that I'm talking about. Yeah. And as I was going through that, I know we would have to like do updates, put like um, what do you want to put on the next page or the next page on this or or something. And honestly, I use myself. Now anybody else would want to just you know put somebody else or put like a, a avatar or something i want it to be real yeah because when the reader read it i want them to feel like the pain but also hear the healing hmm. from the pain from it so that's why the title like life after like you've been through a lot but it's still life after mm-hmm it had it just popped to my head when I said it and I, I really liked it. I, I wrote it down and everything. Thank you for sharing about your experience. I appreciate it. And it's helping me to even open up the way I'm understanding this comic book and the work that you all are doing because I've been thinking a lot about you know, oh, as a teen, as a young person, what does it look like to to talk, to share about your own mental health? And maybe, you know, mm-hmm. people don't have all that language to talk about what's going on inside them. But also young people do not have the language to respond to others sharing with them. Like it makes sense that people would want to talk to their friends um, like you talked about. But how are we also equipping people not only to talk about what's going on inside of them, but also to be a safe space? to hear other people's struggles and to not be overwhelmed in those situations. Or like you said, you don't know what to say. You don't know what to do, but you're just trying to be truthful. And, you know, maybe giving other young people kind of those guiding principles can be really meaningful. Definitely. Well, I'm excited about where the comic book seems to be. Can you talk a little bit about what you all have decided to do with it and how it's how it's all coming together now? Well, we had got our script. And when I got my script, I loved how the way um, I didn't see everybody else's yet. I know Trent, he just let me see mine. Mm -hmm. And um, 
when I seen it, the the outline of it, it was beautiful. It was I think I'm gonna make you smile. It was talking about a baby a baby bird. Yeah. You know, how this baby fragile coming out of the egg. And when I seen this, like I got goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Like it was awesome and I was reading and as I was going it was like wow, it was like all of this that I said trying to put it even better. Mm. The book is coming good. I know we have to find the cover. Mm-hmm. But um, for our book, because we're almost finished, almost everybody have their script and everything, and they've seen it, and they went through it. Um, They loved it. Uh, one of my fellows, Fatima, I think she had reached out to me. We was talking about our script and everything, and they were just telling us how it was going to like flow. We don't know who's going to go first on the first page mm-hmm. or something like that, but we're like very excited, trying to find like nice little colors for it. I said, like, everybody else wanted, like, pastel colors. Pastel colors is cool. You know, it's it, 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 it's like an attention getter, you know, mm-hmm. to get your attention, make you want to read, look at the book. If you look at the book, you might want to touch the book, you touch the book, you might want to open up the book, and you might just, just start reading it and, and just fall in love with it and just begin to read, like, wow, I can't believe this. Like, these are people, personal problems that they mm-hmm. went through and they heal from it and they, they they put a guide i hope guide to help me go through this if i ever go through it mm-hmm. but i i really feel like that was an attention getter when i read my part with the little baby bird yeah that that caught my attention like right there like i just kept reading that line and it was like okay alexis you have to read the whole thing but um the book the book is coming out pretty good i know right now we're just trying to Come together, um, make final decisions about a um, a cover of the book. It might. I don't think. I think the fellows are trying to like have like a little pop to it or like a little surprise to it. So, yeah. but definitely, it it's really good. It have a good length on there, and um, we all think that we will reach out to a, a reader, somebody when they read the book yeah. and everything else. Definitely. I told my family they're ready for the book. They're ready to order it and everything. Um, he's ready to get a whole case of them. I was yeah. like, wow, you know, this is going to a really good experience. I love that you all chose to, for all five of you to have a short story kind of within the comic book. Because I, I do think that's going to be powerful for other people. And like you said, it's been powerful for you. And so I'm curious to know a little more about what does it mean to you? to have your story, you know, kind of come to life in this way. Honestly, it's like I was lost for words. Mm-hmm. I was I was lost for words and it's just like, wow. Like my voice like got on paper, like it's on a book now. Like somebody is yeah. gonna read, somebody's gonna read what I like, what I spoke about. Yeah. And I, we had trimmed, he put it down, he scripted it and he wrote it down and everything. It's like somebody else from you never know from another country, this country, that anywhere. Yeah. Like, I'm just like excited. And it's like, I think I cried a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, you know, I don't, I don't show my sensitive side as much, mm-hmm. but with the experience and the personal things that I put in there, it was like, it's not fake. None of it is fake. Mm-hmm. I made it put real. I, I put real. So when you read it, you going to feel the realness out of it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, this, this is like, this is awesome. Like, this is so awesome. It was like, 
I can't even tell my mom, like my family. And it was just, when is the book coming out? We're going to get the book. I said, not yet, not yet. We got to put our final touches on it yeah. and stuff like that. But that's really what it meant to me. It was, it was a loss for words. Like I couldn't really, I don't know. I, I was speechless. Mm-hmm. That's my word. I was, I was speechless, but I was happy speechless. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. All I could do was just smile. I have fat cheeks. So all I did was just smile, my little fat cheeks. So, so that was that was the best part about it. I I would have like the possibility, like if somebody went through something or going through something. Let me read Mabel Alexis' topic. Mm-hmm. What did she do? What was her idea? But I wouldn't say they would have to do exactly what I did because yeah, everybody's sure. different. Right. So it'd give them like an idea, like um um like a map. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, you have a map and you just you know, scavenger hunt. You like that's when you start testing yourself, getting to know yourself again. It was just like, wow. But um yes, it, it, it meant a lot to me. Yeah. I can imagine that, you know, sharing your own story and you, you know, maybe like you said, showing a more sensitive side, being really vulnerable by sharing like the real things you struggle with can certainly help someone else to be honest about the things that they also struggle with. And like you said, maybe see a little bit of themselves in your story, whether it looks the exact same or not. And that's the beauty of having all five of the fellows stories is that you do all have different stories. And so if someone doesn't relate as heavily to your exact experience, maybe they really do to one of the other fellows. And so I'm, I'm excited that this is kind of a collection that is coming together in the way that it is. What is your hope for the comic book and for what other people can get out of it? To expand, to go even like nationwide, mm. to let let people know and young children, like it's not just, I know for me, me being 23 and my fellows, they're a little younger than me, but sharing is caring. So I also wanted to be in my age group, but I got to remember, I was their age before. Yeah. And now, com- now coming up, it's just like what they've been through, like with school and everything else, it's just totally different. And I was like, well, I, I kind of want to share it too because I was in their shoes before. So that was kind of like my, my, my big thing is, is I wanted to get out to let them know like, it doesn't matter if you're 20 or in your teens or your mid-teens. But I would say, like, coming into high school, mm. early adulthood, it's a lot. Like, it's just a lot. And you have some people that, that's been through, a, been through a lot. You you just never know that because they don't show it. But on the inside, it's like the tearing apart. So that's really what kind of I want to hope for the best is to everybody know that oh, mental health, also, just talking, even though if you don't like talking, if you have somebody you feel comfortable with, just talk to them. But I feel like communication is a is a really awesome thing to do because you say things and you're just talking in your head and it's to the point you, you're not sociable. You, you don't know how to yeah. hold a conversation because you're not used to talking to people. And 
um, right now, like me, I'm nervous and I'm in a speech class right now. So I have to stand up in front of a class. Right. So yes, I know I'm very nervous, but that's letting me know I need to open up and be more social. Once you be more social, you're going to get comfortable. It's going to pull you out of your comfort zone. So you got to get ready for challenges like that. And that's what I kind of, that's what's in like the book. Cause everybody like kind of agree on what I'm like, what I'm trying to come across. So, so we all on one accord. So that's, that's really good. Mm-hmm. But that's basically our hope to get our book out so people can look into it and buy it. I talk about the book all the time. Yeah. Like it's to the, all the time. It's just like, I make them even more excited. Yeah. Like when they like text me or call me, when is the book coming out? Oh. And so that's basically like our big goal is to make sure what we say and how we feel it gets out mm-hmm. and you know if people have well personal well, our family friends and stuff like that we're gonna definitely you know get the book definitely gonna stay connected to cosmo teens mm-hmm. because this this was honestly it was like really awesome worldwide like this is awesome so i definitely gonna stay connected with them but also just like kind of spread the word yeah that's how i see it yeah 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 well it is awesome to think about that you know for the rest of your life you can say that you know i did this thing my name is on this i was a part of this really amazing experience that ended with this really amazing comic book and so that is cool to have your name on that and that's definitely something you should be proud of well mabel alexis i just want to say thank you again for coming to the podcast. Thank you for sharing your story in the comic book. I'm really excited to get to read it and see it all come together. And I think that that's what's so exciting to me about the comic book and the work that you all are doing through this fellowship is that you're hoping to give people a kind of new story around mental health by sharing each of your own personal stories, because I know some of the stories that we tell ourselves, I know you and I can speak to the experience we have in the United States, but other fellows or in other countries is that It's not always the kindest story that we tell ourselves when we are struggling with mental health things. And so I'm, I'm hopeful that this comic book is going to be giving people some new language and a new story. And yeah, like you said, be a map, be a kind of guidebook for navigating these conversations in people's own lives. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the podcast. This has been awesome. And I just, I love this experience. It's been great. Great. Thanks, Mabel Alexis. Thank you. Okay, that is all for our conversation with Mabel Alexis. As I said, this episode is part of our ongoing conversation with the Cosmo Teens Fellows. So go back and listen to the first three conversations and also stay tuned for the last of these conversations with Tumelo next week. At the end of each episode, I like to offer a question or two to reflect on. Um, This acts as a next turn for us so that the conversation doesn't stop when the episode does. Today, the question I would have you think about is, how do we demonstrate our caring for others through the sharing of our stories? Mabel Alexis said it in this conversation, and it's kind of stuck with me that saying that sharing is caring. And I think you hear that mostly talking about little kids and teaching them that they should share their toys with people. But I thought it was interesting to consider that saying in the context 
of sharing our stories and how we can care for others through sharing our stories, especially about mental health or things we struggle with. I've said many, many times on this podcast that I think what a lot of us crave is more of those very real stories. So I'm thankful for the Cosmo teens and what they're doing with this comic book because it's exactly that. And I think it matters and it's powerful. So think about that for yourself in your own life. You can find that question at the top of the show notes too, if you're looking for it. I also invite you to reach out to me to share your reflections on that question or to share other questions of your own or ideas. You can do that in a couple ways through email, the website, or by commenting on Instagram or YouTube. Another great way to keep dialogue going is to share this episode with someone you want to invite into the conversation. So do that as well. As always, I'm supported by the CMM Institute for Personal and Social Evolution. This podcast is just one of many initiatives designed to create space for more conversations that move us toward better social worlds. You can learn about the CMM Institute and other initiatives like Cosmo Kids, Cosmopolis, and now Cosmo Teens at the link in the show notes. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being curious. And thank you for being a part of this story. I'm Abby, and this has been Stories Lived, Stories Told. 